Welcome back to Emo Homies. What's up, everybody? It's Amber. And it's Emily. And we have an exciting show for you today. Yeah, it's a Pop Punk's Not Dead theme today. Because we just saw some really good Pop Punk shows in the last month, month and a half. Yep. And it's just been the vibe for us, Pop Punk. It's been warm in our hearts since we saw boys like girls a couple oh, months yes. ago really that really kicked it off for me i don't know about you but it yeah sent me into a good spiral there yeah boys like girls is just what's getting us through <laughs> yeah so we've seen the main and then we saw the knuckle puck real friends show since we last got together and talked and i would just like to put a disclaimer that at the Knuckle Puck Real Friends show, I was really sick, and then at the main show, Emily was sick. So. Yeah, we both got <laughs> hit with being super, like, just first, groggy. And yeah, gross. winter colds that just steamrolled over us. But we made it. Yep. We were a little zombies a little bit during the shows, but it was still worth it to go. Yes. Yes. So I guess, do you want to start with Real Friends and Knuckle Puck since we saw them first and just kind of... That is the one we saw first, yeah. Yep. So, so that was the show that I was a zombie for, so I don't have, I don't remember too much. <laughs> All right, well, I will do my best to recount this. It was at the Rave, once again, our home away from home. This one was in the basement, right? Yep. Yep, it was in the basement. Yeah, so we always tell ourselves we're not going to spend money on merch, but Real <laughs> Friends has the cutest merch i swear they yes. got us good this time oh my god yeah they got me really good because i got the hat the spooky hat with the little ghost and then i got the bumper sticker that said or what does it say it says please don't honk i'm crying to real friends or something like that and i'm like i need this i forgot about that that's cute it's so cute i haven't put it on my car yet but it's gonna be on there soon i don't know if anybody else can relate but every time i go to a band like, see a band that I love, I tell myself, I don't have extra money. I shouldn't spend extra money. And then I go, I get there, and I'm like, what is money? I need to support the music industry, and let's Same. just tip everybody, and let's just buy a bunch of stuff, and then I'll look all cute and emo when they're my new merch, and then I get home, and I'm like, dang. Well, now I got to pick up a shift for this, but I mean, it's worth it, but it's just a vicious cycle for me. Same. That's why I remember every year for Warp Tour, I would have to save up for like three months in advance. So I would have enough money to get all the merch and tip all the band merch people and just buy whatever I wanted to, whatever my heart desired. Me too. I would save up for a long time for that, but it's worth it, I think, because... You're supporting, you're supporting the people that you love. Yeah, and then we always run into meeting famous people at the merch tables, too. When we saw Real Friends, we met one of the members of the band, and that was pretty chill. He was nice, easy to talk to. Most people didn't even recognize him, so we had a full-blown conversation with him. It was cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Good old Kyle. Yeah, it was nice. So, I don't know if anybody, like, knows this or not, but both Knuckle Puck and Real Friends are Chicago-based bands. 
And we've been hyped up for months for this show because we've been seeing it online. We've been seeing videos left and right for months since like spring they've been touring, right? But anyway, we've been wanting to see them since spring because they've been touring together since spring for sure. We finally made it to a show. And honestly, I always thought Milwaukee was a great pop punk group of people, but it was kind of a flop. Everybody was really into Knucklepuck, and I don't know if everybody just got tired by the time Real Friends came on, or if they were just not as hyped in general because it wasn't a home show. I don't know what was going on, but I definitely feel like I was expecting a lot more energy than what was given. Do you think that Real Friends and Knucklepuck are locally huge but in the grand scheme of things not that big or is milwaukee just too close to their home shows where it's almost a flop because it's not their home fans i want to know your take on that okay i guess it's hard to say exactly because we've only ever seen them in wisconsin i've never went to like a different state like i've never been to minnesota or Ohio or a different state and seeing them from but just like seeing their Instagram and their social media it always looks like their shows are really big especially in Chicago but that's where they're from and I guess for me if I wanted to if I had the money to go to Chicago and see them at their hometown I guess I would do that instead like if I had the money if I had unlimited money and unlimited time and unlimited resources I would always want to go to the hometown show and we're so close to Chicago, like we're probably going to a show in Chicago in a month, you know? So I think that probably a lot of people go to Chicago to see them because why wouldn't why wouldn't you? It, it always sells out in Chicago. Yeah, and, and they were at the House of Blues even this last time. Yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to say. I feel like they are big because across like all their social media, they always, it always looks full, but... Yeah, I don't know. It's like, that's interesting. We should we should research this and go see them in a different state. I am all for that. Let's go to Ohio or Minnesota or something. All right, here's my hot take, and I don't know if it's accurate or not, but I feel they have a grudge against Real Friends for changing the lead singer oh, that's in true Milwaukee. Also. Honestly, because we've seen, well, I've seen them at Warp Tour with the original singer, and it was like smash hit. I've seen them at the rave twice now with their new singer, and they both seem to be a flop. Well, maybe not a flop, but the energy wasn't the same as with the first singer. Yeah, like at seeing their sets at Warp Tour, yeah. Yes, and it's so hard to say what it is specifically that, like, it could be. I mean, it could just be that the night we saw them last month was, like, what, a Tuesday or Wednesday? Yeah, that too. There's so many different factors, and, like, I think when we saw them before... When they opened up for the main, the last time the main was here, I think that's when we saw them. Mm-hmm. I think that was during the week too, because remember we got the free drink tickets to go, and then we were like the only ones that were like jumping around. <laughs> yeah, but that makes me think about for that show specifically, the main. Yes, they're pop punk historically, but I think they've gone a lot more towards the alternative indie era versus Real Friends is textbook pop punk so it's like different crowds of people and i think we saw this again with boys like girls it was much more of a chill older crew of emos 
and before them was state champs and they were textbook pop punk and energy just seems off when you don't have all pop punk bands together that's very true yeah i forgot that yeah the main is more it's almost like people that aren't going to see just pop punk people or artists don't know how to act in the way that the bands want them to act with the super high energy and like bouncing off the walls and moshing and crowd surfing to the extent that they want them (laughs) sorry my my cat is just having a moment of zoomies it's hilarious yeah you're right i it is it's hard like having different genres sometimes because they don't always they're not always like cohesive in the crowd yeah because you have the people who want to get really rowdy i love me some rowdiness sometimes the main i at the main i was like i kind of want to crowd surf but no one else is crowd surfing but then a couple days later when they were in pittsburgh the main literally posted that pittsburgh was the crowd surfing capital of the world so i'm like oh okay maybe i could have went crowd surfing total quick adhd moment here you mentioned pittsburgh so you know how warped wrapped or not warped wrapped spotify wrapped is doing their segment where you listen to the same kind of music as people typically in this state yeah country do or whatever mine was pittsburgh (laughs) dude what was mine i don't know but i think mine was in colorado i thought it was super random but i'm gonna see maybe not i want to know maybe people know how to get down in pittsburgh and we just i think they do the main said it was the crowd surfing capital hmm maybe that's a bucket list venue location i remember when i almost went there for mod sun i i bet so yeah (laughs) i forgot about that uh i'm looking up my wrapped just to see where i okay this year my listening took me places where did it take me i forget the place that listened just like me was colorado springs usa that's where i that's where my oh interesting yeah I don't know that I totally agreed with my wrapped, but I mean, I guess it's data-based, so I have to agree with it, but... I know! Emotionally, I wasn't I wasn't meshing with it this year. Me too. Well, some of it I did. Like, Hoodie Allen, yes. Bearings, yes. The other three, I was like, really? I listened, to the, but, but I think, like, that's my theory with... Because the other three, it was, like, All Time Low, Paramore, and I forgot the third one. But it was, like, people with, like, a really big dis- discography, you know? So then, since they have so much music, I think it's just so much easier to listen to more of them. Yeah, I think that's what ended up happening with me, because I know I agree with the 1975 being my number one, but Taylor Swift being my number two... I never really considered myself a huge Swifty, but apparently I am and I don't know it. <laughs> and then, I, who else is it? Fall Out Boy, Pierce the Veil, and Silverstein. Those all, like, fall in line for me. So, I guess there's just one anomaly, which isn't the end of the world, but, oh well. There's always next year. Yes. But, that was a total massive tangent there. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's been a long day. Our brains are kind of like scrambled eggs right now, so just bear with us. Yes, but it, it's all—it's all in the theme of pop punk because our Spotify raps, and it's always fun to go on tangents. Anyway, I think that's why the people love us. Oh yeah, because we're just random. Yep. But since we were talking about the main, definitely, definitely need to recommend to y'all that opener floor. Yes. That 
yeah, they're touring with the main. I had never heard of them before, and I loved them. Yeah, I really like them, too. I did take notes about them at the show. Perfect. So we, unfortunately, we got there a little bit late, so I don't know who opened before them. So we didn't get to see the first opener, but we did get to see Floor and then, of course, the main. So my notes about Floor, um, happy, hippie, feel-good music, and, like, they are just good for dancing. So, so much dancing. It was so fun. Yeah, I definitely got cali beach vibes yes and like golden hour vibes from them nostalgia just i don't know it was like standing in the sunshine listening to them and just feeling the rays just beat down on you and just happiness and i know that's weirdly specific but i hope somebody is picking up what i'm putting down here it makes sense and like they're from la which i want to go there so bad so i hope what maybe one day i can go to la and see them at their hometown show yeah, that would be cool. And they were like the perfect complement for the main. Yes, I, that's what I have in my notes. They were the perfect opener for the main. Kind of watching, not like watching the main, but it was the perfect pregame for the main. Pre-performance because it got you so hyped up for the main and so ready to hear the main perform all of their songs. And sometimes you have openers that don't always fit and mm-hmm. they just fit so well. It was like the perfect puzzle puzzle piece that was the issue we were running into with the main and real friends yeah just didn't click perfectly but this was not the case also side note they gave us and everybody tiaras when we walked in the door because it was their sweet 16 party yes oh, i love the tiara and then afterwards they gave us the poster because at the rave they've been there every year for the past 16 years or something crazy so and then at the rave it had all of their photos on it and oh, it was concert poster was just so cool and I love it. I want to get it framed. So then one day when I have it in the house, it'll just, that'll be my Aww. big memento. That's a, a good idea. my posters got ruined. So I'm like, I have to keep this one nice. Yeah, that's a good idea, honestly. What else? I feel like something else exciting happened at the main show. Well, the main, I just always love seeing the main. And then they did, since this was their Sweet 16 tour, they, it was kind of like their era's tour. I feel like a lot of bands are doing that now like mm-hmm. after taylor swift so this was kind of like the eras tour for the main their sweet 16 and then during they actually like let you we got the fans got to choose one of the songs in the set i forgot what song got chosen but i don't think i knew which song it was i think it was unlost i don't remember i know they played unlost but i don't remember if that's the song or not that we chose but yeah we got to choose based on they had this little contraption and then we had to clap and scream and yell and stuff and then whoever whichever song got the louder score got to they played that song so that was cool and i just always love seeing the main because of two things one i love their outfits because they're always matching Mm -hmm. and always they just always look so good like they have they had amazing sparkly black suits on and i just love that they match and i'm a sucker for a good outfit and then two, literally Black Butterflies and Deja Vu is one of my favorite, like all-time favorite songs to see live. Like, I don't know why. Mm. I just love it so much. So every time I get to see it, I'm just like, this is the most magical moment I could feel. I like that. I like that a lot. You're right. They are. They just, there's some sharply dressed men in that band. It's just so cool looking at them. I feel like they just get better with age. Like their outfits just keep getting better. Yep. They're aging like fine wine, musically and stylistically. 
I love it. And their new album, I'm a sucker for like all the songs. Yes, please check out their new album. It is definitely feel good music, I would say. Yeah. Super feel good, super catchy. I love it. I could listen to it all day, every day. Also, the other thing that I was thinking about that was noteworthy is we got recognized at that show. Yes, we did. It is always, always been almost a habit of ours to recognize bands. And you're really good with saying, oh, that's so-and-so from this band. And I just recognize the face and you're good with the name part. But to be on the other end of that was wild. It was so wild, especially from people that we love, the band we love so much. Like it was like Drive and they, that was kind of starstruck moment for us because it's someone that we are big fans of. So for them to be like, oh my God, you guys are great. I was fangirling, but I was trying not to look weird. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was like really cool. A moment of we love your art and you love our art and we're just like all just so supportive of each other and this is awesome and this is what we were like hoping to achieve in the first place and i was just really cool honestly it is the best feeling to meet band members that you're a fan of the band and to just feel in your gut that they're genuinely good happy people Mm -hmm. and i got that vibe yeah they definitely are they're great and can't wait to see them again on saturday yeah well hopefully we'll see them this saturday but nothing crazy happens yeah i hope not either it's just along with the whole getting recognized that was what the second time it happened for us yeah so the first time it actually happened so we kind of had to have this thing now so if you see us at a show we'll well, we're really shy and awkward, so we don't give, like, everyone friendship bracelets, plus that'd be a lot of friendship bracelets for me to make, but we try to hand out friendship bracelets so you guys can be part of the Emo Homies family, and we've been posting it on our Instagram and stuff, and we went to Sad Boy Saturday, and this was the first time that we had passed out the bracelets, and they were a hit. They were a hit. Everyone loved them, and we I love making them. We love making them for you guys, too, and this girl who had followed us that day on Instagram because Sad Boy Saturday was gracious enough to share that we were passing out bracelets and we got a couple follows on that on our Instagram and we were at Sad Boy Saturday and this girl was like can I have a friendship bracelet like I love like I love I love this idea like you guys are the emo homies right and it was just it was really cute and really wholesome yeah honestly so as someone who is a little bit socially awkward not like extremely i don't think we're like the extreme but we definitely have our moments yes (laughs) like having a purpose to go up and talk to people makes it go so much easier we have incentive to make friends because we're like oh come here you look nice have a bracelet you know it's not just hi you look nice i want to be your friend it's like no we have a purpose we have a mission we have incentive an initiative to like talk to people and everybody was super receptive and supportive and it was just great. The community of people that we are tapping into is just amazingly awesome and supportive so far. Yeah, it's been really great. So we really thank everyone who's been listening and who talks to us at shows and has been taking friendship bracelets and shares like our post and everything. It means Uh, the world to us honestly because we're living out a dream honestly so yeah thank you but now back to the music yes back to the music no well 
we'll, we'll end that sappy note. Yeah. <laughs> so when I think of pop punk, I have a band in mind. It just flashes fluorescent lights in my hand, head instantly. And that would be all time low. And I'm just curious what your band answer to that would be. For pop punk? Yes. If you had one. Honestly, as of late, okay, it would have, it's always been like neck deep, honestly, because neck deep kind of, I don't know, I just love neck deep. I have a very close relationship with that band. I just remember seeing them. All Time Low is a big one too, but neck deep, but also lately it's been bearings. I love bearings. Okay. Yeah, I haven't really checked them out much recently, or they are a pretty new up and coming band from what I understand. Well, they are, but they're not, because they've been, they have, you've heard one of the songs for sure, Blue in the Dark. I don't think so. You've probably heard it when I played it in the car, but it's from 2018, and I did not even realize that it was them until I was actually, like, digging deep into their music, and then I was like, holy crap, I did not realize that this was them, and they have this whole discography that I didn't even realize, but yeah, they're kind of my new, this is pop punk, because they're just so good and they were on the first leg of real friends knuckle puck tour and i didn't realize and because i wasn't in listening to them and then i started listening to them after that tour was over and i was like oh my god i could have saw them i hate when that happens yes and now they're playing in february in chicago and i really want to go but i don't think i can Mm i don't know i just feel like pop punk has so many like waves of popularity where it's not steady consistent i don't know rap is always gonna have a steady consistent fan base whereas pop punk there's been so many huge bands and then there's a lull then there's a bunch of new and upcoming bands and then there's a lull and if i were to think back about the first wave in which i was alive for i guess all-time low is in that wave and so that's why i've always thought of them first but if anybody else follows All Time Low on social media, they've been teasing All Time Low forever. So please hit me with conspiracy theories or ideas of what this means because it's driving me nuts. I want to know, does All Time Low forever mean, hooray, we've been around 20 years, let's keep going? Or does it mean, we're going to last forever in your hearts, but we're going away? It's driving me nuts. Question mark? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But yeah, the fact they've been around 20 years is just wild. I don't know. They were, the singer was my first celebrity crush in the music industry other than Pete Wentz, but you know, Fall Out Boy is Fall Out Boy, different level. And All Time Low, Poppin' Champagne was the first pop punk song I heard that really got me into the scene. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying, like All Time Low was like one of the biggest bands when I first started, but the bands that got me into the scene, I'm not saying one of them because it's just too embarrassing, but Never Shout Never was what really got me into emo music it was never shout never in blackville brides and then i just kind of branched out all time low i was introduced to who else paramore always yeah i think you and i it's funny how we've started at such different angles or corners of this industry of being fans of because you were into so much more edgy <laughs> I was. at the start of your music obsession versus i was so much more mainstream i guess if you could call it that 
fall up boy yeah what was that tiktok you sent me you sent me what did it say it was like when your parents don't let you listen to emo music so you have to listen to the the hollister um, version of emo yeah. music <laughs> yes yeah that was you and then i was listening to all screamo and stuff yeah i didn't get into more of the heavier stuff until college but all time low was my first concert also so i don't know they have such a special spot in my heart so if they go away we're doing one more show <laughs> even if we have to drive very very far very very far i will do that for them they got me into the music concert attending obsession yeah there. i feel like their shows are always something always happens like i remember at their holiday show someone crowd served to merry christmas their christmas song i i try to keep this clean for kids but <laughs> merry christmas kiss my ass and they and then someone got proposed to and all time low was like we did not know that was gonna happen and I think it was just so a magical cool. time and it was christmas time that was the best christmas year ever i feel like that was really cool i just love pop punk so much i know we don't talk about other genres that much yet and we'll get into them down the line like metalcore and heavier stuff pop punk just got me into it all so in my eyes pop punk will never be dead no no it will never be dead it will all it'll always be alive for us even if it's not alive for everyone else but i feel like i feel like it's gonna be on a high for a while because there's so many new up-and-coming bands just coming out and being awesome and i think tiktok really helps with that too well that and a lot of the artists from the late 90s early 2000s are coming back and doing reunion shows and stuff like blink 182 and i know green day isn't necessarily pop punk but it's kind of has a pop punk essence to it sometimes yeah definitely and they're they're huge boys like girls is back and they're huge I mean, we still have bands like The Main and Mayday Parade and All Time Low that have been just going and going and going since 2007. We the Kings. Oh, yeah. We the Kings. Definitely. Simple Plan. Good Charlotte. You know. Yeah. All these long timers. All right. I just need to say this before I forget it. If anybody is looking for a new pop punk artist to check out, please listen to Knox. Oh, yeah. He's good. I would say they're probably... Is it a he or is it a, a band, like a they? I can't figure it out. We'll go with they for now, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Well, anyway, amazing, super upbeat, super catchy. My sister and I don't always agree on the same kind of music, and I put his their music on right away, and she was like, yep, this is awesome. Everyone that I've shown their music to just loves it right off the bat. They're doing the f their first headline tour, but they're not coming here. They're only going to Chicago. I wish we could see them. They Same. would be cool. Maybe if I'm off. Maybe if it's meant to be, we can figure it out. Yes. I don't know what day it is. I just know they're going there. Well, they're my vote for breakout artist of the scene this year. Definitely give them a listen. They're awesome. I've been playing them on repeat the last couple of days. I think my breakout artist is Arrows in Action. I love them. You know, I think... I know I know them. I know I have songs that I've liked on their Spotify. I couldn't tell you a single song off the top of my head by them. That's okay. When you hear them, it's good. So that's all that matters. 
but I have I love like all of their songs every time I'm like this is a bop <laughs> and I like sing all the words you know who else comes to mind not like breakout per se because I think they're still like really new but on high the old singer of makeouts band yes they're they're gonna up be up and coming I feel like because they're really good I hope they really make it because the singer has a great voice. He does have a great voice and their music is just so good. I hope they go on tour. It's very like bright and catchy. I just love it. I remember because I was a big fan of Make Out when he was the singer. They're still good, but I don't know. When he was the singer, I saw them at Warp Tour and I just loved his energy and then when I and then he like stepped away for a while and I was like oh that's kind of sucks and then I still listen to make out even now but then when I saw that he was coming out he announced like his new band and then I started listening I was like oh my god I'm such a big fan of his so I'm really glad that he he came back to the music industry so because I know for a while he took a break yeah I definitely want to get more into their music they seem really really good from what i've heard so far yeah i don't know how many songs they have out currently or like how like how like how much music they actually have out but the three songs that i know i definitely recommend simpin yep simpin is a good one i'm looking it up right now oh they only have singles out that's what i thought yeah they don't have an ep yet they're only from last year they came around so they're new they're new new august 26 was their first song wow Mm -hmm. that's new since we're looking this up i gotta know when knox came out because now curiosity will drive me insane until i find the answer 2021 also pretty new big Mm -hmm. moves yes they're making i'm just looking at the list of what google is telling me pop punk bands are (laughs) just because why not yeah, I'm so bad at categorizing music. That's why when people ask me what I'm like, I like emo music. And then if people ask me what that is, I can't even tell you because I don't know. Okay, so I hate answering that question too because I feel like I get flashbacks from like high school and middle school where somebody would be like, what's your favorite rock band? And I would be like, oh, it's all time low. And then I would get yelled at because they'd be like, well, that's not rock music. That's pop punk and that's a different category and you're stupid i just i know i have ptsd almost from that because yeah people like what the heck people are so opinionated on this conversation topics if we're not a hundred percent correct in your eyes on what is pop punk or what is a different song we apologize ahead of time this is our personal views and it is what it is so (laughs) but yeah and i feel like there's so much People don't just stay to one genre anymore because everyone's always trying to like chase, not always trying to chase a new sound, but I think that's part of like evolving as as a band. I feel like that's what keeps the greats around for so long is they don't keep, they don't keep doing the same thing, you know, they kind of dabble. Nickelback has done the same thing and they're still great. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just playing. (laughs) I have nothing against Nickelback. I, I don't care. I grew up listening to Nickelback and I have no problems with them so but 
Panic at the Disco came to my mind, actually, when you said someone constantly changing their sound because their first album was definitely punk, Mm -hmm. but I would never say that their last couple of albums were. No. Yeah. They pulled the Beatles. Every album is different, but not in a bad way. I didn't like their last album. I don't know why. (laughs) Honestly, I think I fell off and I didn't even check it out, but it's okay. I don't know. I also fell off too busy listening to pop punk all day hmm. and hoodie yeah. allen yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay well we need to start plugging our social media <laughs> more because we only did that like the first episode but we should be doing that every episode so i'm going to get ready to go today but please follow us on instagram and facebook that's where we post the most and that's where you can keep updated on when we are going to be dropping new episodes and hopefully one of these weeks i'll start doing our weekly recommendations anyways i'm amber and i'm emily and we are your emo Emo homies. homies tell your friends